Good evening, it's another scintillating episode of Nothing Specific with your boy, Trevor David Houchin. Personally, I think snoring is absolutely unacceptable. 100% unacceptable. But I know people who have been in relationships with partners for years and their partner snores it's unacceptable how do you do it how's it how do you you're sleeping next to a locomotive how can how do you how do you my wife snored the other night she was really really tired she was really tired she snored the other night. I think it might have been maybe the second time in our almost 10-year relationship that my wife snored. I was ready to end the relationship. I was up all night. I couldn't sleep. How do you sleep? How is it possible to sleep? with a partner who snores I'm not kidding how is it possible to sleep if your partner who is a foot two feet away from you and they're snoring they sound like a vacuum a vacuum cleaner or you know, a garbage disposal. And, and you know, it's three in the morning. I mean, there are people who deal with this kind of thing every single night. How? 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 How do, how do people who snore maintain relationships? You could be the absolute kindest, most generous, most giving, most beautiful, best cook, best sex partner, you know, there's, you know, I could go on and on and on, there's nothing, there's no combination of good qualities, in my opinion, that could make me overlook a partner who snored every single night. Now, I said my wife snored the other night. And again, repeating. I've been together with my wife. We've been together almost 10 years, which in itself is ridiculous and unbelievable. Shocking. But somehow we've been together almost 10 years. I think last, I think the other night was the second night ever a 10-year relationship that I've ever heard my wife snore. I can overlook it. But again, people whose partners snore every night, like, what do you do? How do you, what do you do? How do you not just strangle the, how do you not just, uh, how do you get through the night with someone snoring. I you know, I guess the obvious answer is earplugs. Is that what people do? Are people are people wearing air pl- earplugs to bed? Like nor is that a normal thing? Are, are there are there like lots of people out there wearing earplugs to bed because their partner sleeps? Can you feel earplugs? I mean, of course you can, right? Of course you can. What, your ears don't have nerve endings? Of course you can feel earplugs. In the same way, you can feel air pods or, or you know, this, the, the, the newfangled ear speaker things. They're called air pods, am I right? You can feel those. You can feel those, but... 
I guess after a while, you don't really notice that the AirPods are in because there's music playing. And the music distracts you from the fact that you got stuff stuck in your ears. But if you're just wearing earplugs in order to, you know, evade you know, the rumbling volcano that's sleeping next to you. Yeah. The, 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 you know, I, I don't know, I might be wrong, but the feeling of the earplugs themselves would, would be annoying. No? No? Like your ears can't breathe, right? Your ears can't breathe. Again, if you're wearing AirPods and you're listening to music, the music distracts you from the uncomfortable feeling of having something in your ear. But if you're trying to sleep and you put earplugs in just to be able to sleep so that you don't hear your partner sounding like a dishwasher a foot and a half from you, that's got to be uncomfortable. You're, 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 you're making a huge, my opinion, you're making a huge sacrifice, uh, you know, to maintain the relationship by wearing earplugs just so your partner, your partner snoring doesn't drive you absolutely crazy. I mean, I've only had a handful of experiences, luckily, in my life where my partner snored. When I was growing up, my brother snored. When we were sharing a room, it's growing up in Queens, we're sharing a room, we're kids, you know. My brother and I shared a room, and he snored. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't sleep through the night. I would, I would wake him up every single night. Adrian! 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 Every night. Every night. Until eventually, you know, I guess we got our own rooms, you know. I don't know if, I don't know if he stopped snoring. But that was traumatic for me. Seriously. Traumatic. It's two in the morning. It's three in the morning. It's four in the morning. You're trying to sleep. And, 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 and there's a human thunderstorm happening in the bed right next to you. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. I, I feel sorry for both. I feel sorry for the people who are sleeping. Like, how do you sleep? How do you snore? How do you sleep with your own snoring going on? I mean, are you kidding? How? How do you sleep with your own snoring happening? Let alone... The person you're trying to sleep next to is snoring? I mean, come on. Come on. <sighs> Another thing I'd like to talk a little bit about is penguins. Guys, penguins? Are you kidding? You know, one of the greatest gifts that the creator of the universe and or evolution, whichever you believe in, whichever you choose to believe in, because listen, I don't care what anyone says, this evolution theory, it's really hard to accept. Then again, the creation theory, just as hard to accept. You know, there's a joke among the people, you know, the, 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 the evolution doubters, the evolution, the people who don't, you know, fully buy evolution. They always say, you know, well, how come gorillas aren't turning into humans? That's basically it. How come you never, ever see a gorilla one day go, you know, I'm going to go drive a taxi. F this jungle stuff. F these bananas. 
I want to go to Panera Bread. You know, I'm going to get a job. I'm, I'm going to become a, a, a DoorDash driver. That never happens. That's never happened. And for me, it's logical. It's, it's, it's logical. Now, listen, I don't know everything about evolution. I don't claim to know. It seems like this guy Darwin, you know, he went to the Galapagos Islands. Is, is that right? Darwin goes to the Galapagos Islands and writes the theory of evolution? It, it, what? This one guy in, in the 1800s goes to this deserted island off the coast of South, South America? I, you know, I could be totally wrong. And this one guy, over the course of a few years, he writes, he comes up with the theory of evolution? Are you joking? Like, he watched plants? Does, does the Galapagos Island have a representation of every species of animal in the world? Like, how did this, how did, how, how, I don't know, how smart do you have to be to come up with the theory of evolution on your own? What? What? This guy came up with the theory of how every single species of animal, every single species of plant has come to exist the way it exists today? This one guy? I don't know. I don't know. That seems unreasonable to accept to me. That seems unreasonable to accept to me. I. Uh... But then you got the creationists. You know, then you got the creationists people. Their belief is that this supreme creator just created everything. Just made everything exactly the way it is today. Just made it all this one supreme creator he made all the worms all the cows all the lions all the mosquitoes all the komodo dragons he made all the plants he made the trees he made the snakes the giraffes the zebras the pigs the frogs the dogs this supreme creator point I was trying to make was one of the greatest animals in my opinion is the bird species why it's obvious they can fly are you are you are you are you kidding are you kidding there's a question birds are the greatest ones birds are the greatest animals they can fly. They can take to the wind, take to the air, and fly, guys. Birds are the greatest animals. My favorite animal is the eagle. My favorite animal is the eagle. Why the eagle flies the highest, the furthest, has incredible vision, lives on its own, doesn't need a flock of eagles. Eagles are dolo. Eagles are dolo on their own. I digress. What the F is with penguins? I mean, you, you, you had to do something really awful in your previous life as a bird to incarnate as a bird that can't fly like a fat waddling fat waddling bird that lives where it's freezing can't fly out of there can't fly out of there can't fly out of there. What did you do wrong? 
What did you do wrong? What did you guys do wrong, Mr. Penguins? You guys can't leave. You guys can't leave. Other birds, you know, they fly south for the winter. It gets cold. Fly south. Jump into the air. Fly. That's what you're born to do. That's what you're born to do as a bird. Fly. Penguin. Stuck. Stuck with thousands and thousands of other penguins who can't fly. That's harsh. That's harsh. Just waddling around on the ice. It's harsh. It's harsh existence. Ostriches, same thing. But you know what? At least an ostrich can run. You know, an ostrich can run fast. Penguin? Mm-mm. Going nowhere. Going nowhere. Yeah. Was in Tokyo yesterday. Rapungi. Went to, uh... Burlesque show. I decided I'd apply for a job. Saw it saw it saw it, saw an ad on Craigslist for DJ. And you know, I'm here in Japan, so I'm looking for something interesting to do. You know, I've decided to sort of experiment, you know, like make myself the main character of the movie of my life. And if the main character of the movie of your life is doing nothing but teaching English, sleeping next to a wife who's snoring, it's not an interesting character. It's not an interesting character. It's not. It's not an interesting character. I'm trying to find interesting things to do. I'm trying to find interesting things to write about. If you're an artist, you have to, you know, you, I, I feel, I feel you almost have to put yourself into positions that are out of the ordinary in order to be able to have something to write about. You know, what are you going to write about if you're not putting yourself into positions that are out of the ordinary? You can't quite just wait for something out of the ordinary to happen. You can't really do that. You gotta... You sort of gotta put yourself into the position. What are you gonna write about? You know, I woke up this morning... uh, I had a peanut butter sandwich. I went to work. At lunch. I worked a little bit more. I came home. Had some pasta. Uh, I watched a movie shower, brushed my teeth, went to bed. I did this every day straight for 72,000 days. Nothing interesting there. Compare that to, I took the train into Tokyo last night. It's freezing cold. Rapungi. I've never been there. Never. Had no idea where I was going. Wound up at this, uh, Burlesque bar. I walk in. I tell them my name. I told them that I was coming. You know, filled out the uh, little Craigslist thing. Told them I was coming. I get there. There's a guy, Sergey. Russian guy, bald guy. Greets me at the door. Takes me downstairs. He's sneezing. He's coughing. Sneezing, he's coughing. He's at, you know, I guess he's polite enough to like sneeze and cough into his hand, but then he wants to shake my hand. So, what are you going to do? You're there for a job interview. What are you going to do? You're going to say no? You got to shake the guy's hand. Uh, really upsets me. That's upsetting, though. Sit down with Sergey. You know, I've got his uh, germs all over my hand and that that's all I'm thinking about for the entire time but he tells me you know hey so we're looking for this DJ uh he tells me the DJ is responsible for the lights the lasers the music and announcing uh 
And the entire time I'm thinking about my right hand. I can't wait to get to the bathroom to do something with clean, wash my right hand. Anyway, uh, you know, Sergey asked me if I'm interested. I say, yeah. He says, all right, we'll come back next week, Thursday. You know, we'd like you to shadow the main DJ. And I'm like, you know, it's seven. It was only seven o'clock, seven fifteen. I had taken the train two hours into Tokyo, you know, to sit down with this guy for ten minutes, get his germs all over my hands, sit down with him for ten minutes. No way. So I said, hey, you know what I'd like to do? I'd like to sit down and I'd like to watch a show. Can I wa- can I watch one of the shows? And he says, sure. You know, show doesn't start till nine. Come back at nine. It's about seven thirty. I said, all right, I'll go get something to eat. I'll come back at nine. I go across the street. This restaurant named Gusto. I, I have Hamburg. Hamburg. I, <laughs> Hamburg. Japanese people, it's... Why, why can't you just call it Hamburger? Why can't you just call it Hamburger? Hamburg. I have the Hamburg. Uh, at this restaurant across the street pretty good actually the Hamburg uh, go back to the restaurant go back to the, the uh, show bar and um, Sergey meets me at the door again by the way I'd wash my hands the second you know Sergey let me stand up I, I, I beat it to the bathroom and washed my hands you gotta watch you know, it's you gotta watch what people are doing with their hands. You know, you would think that God would have made something else, you know, for us to be able to use <laughs> to touch stuff. I mean, I guess He did, you know, I guess He gave us a nose, you know, eyes. You know, all all the senses, but, you know, personally, I think, I think the hands are a little overused. That's what I mean. There should be something else that we can touch things with. The amount of things you touch with your hand, you know, doorknobs, steering wheels, handrails, knives and forks, chairs, doors, you know handle on the refrigerator, you know, oh my god, clothes, shoes, you know, packaging, the, 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 you know, strollers, uh, shopping carts, oh my god, your hands, I'm almost obsessive enough to want to wash my hands after I touch anything at all. But my wife is even more obsessive about it. The, the, you know, the snoring queen. The snoring queen is, 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 you know, a fastidiously neurotic, uh, with touching stuff. Digress. You know, I get back to the, uh, to the bar. Sergey shakes my hand yet again. Yet again, Sergey shakes my hand. And I was across the street eating dinner for a good hour and a half. I know, I know for a fact Sergey sneezed into his hand a hundred times. Not a hundred. Twenty times in the hour I was gone. He's got twenty sneezes worth of germs on his hands and he wants to shake my hand. I shook his hand. I shook his hand. I need the job. He takes me downstairs. <clears throat> and he sits me down. Um, he sits me down. He says, hey, sit here. The show's going to start in about 15 minutes. He, gives me, he asks me if I want anything to drink. Sure, I'll take a glass of water. The glass of water comes to my table. Uh, Within ten minutes, I'd, I'd 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 knocked over the glass of water and broken it, smashed it all up on the floor. 
<laughs> no joke. Within 10 minutes, I had knocked the glass off the table, smashed it all over the floor, water everywhere. There's four people cleaning up my mess. So I can see Sergey like rubbing his forehead, rubbing his germed up, sneezed up hands all over his forehead. Anyway, they clean up the mess, you know, and they ask me, do you want another glass of water? Sure, bring it over, bring it over, bring it on, bring it over. And then the show starts. And listen, I kid you not, suddenly, half a dozen absolutely flawless, beautiful Asian women, half a dozen just knockout Asian chicks stream into the stream onto the stage dancing you know and I can't stand stockings oh vomit I can't stand when a woman wears stockings I can't stand it. Oh. They didn't have stockings on. The first thing I looked at, the first thing I'm looking to see is, oh no, are they wearing stocking? Oh, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're not wearing stockings. And you might ask yourself, Trevor, why? Why don't you like stockings? It, my feeling is if you're going to be exposing your legs, you know, with a bodysuit or, or, or something like that, what are the stockings for? Like, what are they for? What's it for? Like, it, it makes your legs look, it gives your legs like this dull, opaque, kind of mealy look oh I can't stand stockings another 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 item of female <clears throat> clothing that I don't particularly favor those knee-high boots I know a lot of guys like those high high boots I don't like them I don't know why it, it might be the same principle you know if you're gonna have your if you're gonna have part of your legs out then 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 just have your legs out you know for me for me those thigh high boots they're like the same as pants you got three inches of your thighs showing you got these boots like you know I don't know I can't stand them Stockings and those thigh-high boots. Anyway, so there's half a dozen beautiful Japanese girls up there dancing. And I'm not a fan of strip clubs. And this place wasn't a strip club. I don't know, though. I don't know. I only stayed for one show, 9 to 10. Sergey only allowed me to stay... Am I saying his name wrong? Sergey? 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 Sergey, I don't know. He only allowed me to stay for the one show, so maybe as the night wore on, it got more risque. <clears throat> maybe as the night wore on, it got more risque, I don't know. But I'm not a fan of strip clubs, and I, you know, I, I can count how many times I've been to a strip club in my life. On one hand. And every strip club I've ever been to is in Florida. Nope, I went to one in I went to one in LA also. Way up in the valley. Maybe it was up in Reseda. Might have been even north of Reseda. Encino. Uh, that was the jankiest strip club I've ever been to. But I've only been to a handful. And um This bar, Tantra, wasn't a strip club. Or wasn't a strip club while I was there 
anyway, these, these half a dozen beautiful Japanese girls, they're dancing, dancing around, they've got these big flower, you know, big, big, you know, those things that you, 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 you sort of like, you praise, you know, the vaulted leader with these, these big flower petals things, they had those, and then there was a singer, one of the girls was actually singing live, and it, it was captivating, mesmerizing almost, I, 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 entrancing. I mean, it was a great, great show. These girls are dancing all around. They, they, you know, they come over to where you are and they do a little bit of a dance and they're smiling. And you, you know, you, 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 you get eye contact with them. They're three. They're standing three, four, five feet in front of you. You know, you get eye can't contact with them, and they they looked so good, beyond sexy, beyond sexy. I felt like I was in a in an episode of like I Love Lucy. You know, at 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 the club Babalu. You know where Ricky used to go play. Babalu. I don't know, but you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Ricky used to, used to go to the, I think that that was the name of his club, right? The Babalu. Isn't that what his club was called? The Babalu. What the heck was that on? I love Lucy. Ricky owned. What? Like a salsa club? Like a, like a. Ricky owned a club on I Love Lucy? Is that what is that what was going on there? Ricky owned this gigantic tropical conga like he had a you know a 20 piece band right and then he'd go home to Lucy and Ethel, right? Lucy's neighbor? Isn't that what was going on? Lucy... Ricky owned a club called the Babalu. They had neighbors, Fred and Ethel. Fred was 182 years old. Wore his pants up to his neck. Looked like Elmer Fudd. Looked like Elmer Fudd, Fred. Ethel. I can't remember much about Ethel. Lucy was hilarious. Lucille Ball. I mean, she was a genius. You know who else is another genius? Carol Burnett. Who's funnier? That is a good one. Carol Burnett. Or Lucille Ball. Who's funnier? Carol Burnett was... Oh! Such a funny woman. Just... (laughs) Carol Burnett, man. You don't meet funny women. Almost never. Almost never. You don't meet funny women. Women always put in their top 10, you know, qualities that they want their man to have. They'd love for him to make them laugh. In fact, in fact, a man who can make a woman laugh in very many circles, you know, this guy is the, this guy is the Don. This guy is the, this guy's at the top of the pack. The, the, the guy who can make the, the woman laugh. This guy's at... This is the number one quality for a lot of women. You, have you ever in your life heard a man say, you know what, I want my woman. I want her to make me laugh. 
Is that the man's fault? Is that the woman's fault? Woman's fault. I, I I've met. <laughs> I've been lucky enough to meet a few women who were just hilarious. Several several of my girlfriends were absolutely hilarious. Stephanie Hayes, Anne Tran, Andrea Nicole D'Antonio. Just super, super funny girls. I digress. I'm at the uh, I'm at the burlesque show, and you know the the, the girls are doing their dance. They're they're doing their dance. They're fat. They're fabulous. And across the aisle from me, I see this just drop dead beautiful Asian woman, and she's watching the show. She's just watching the show. She's sitting there. She's sitting there by herself. She's watching the show. Suddenly, one of the employees comes over and bends down and starts talking to her, whispers in her ear, and I see the employee of the club kind of pointing in my direction. I'm wondering what's going on. Am I going to have to get up? You know, uh, what's happening? Then the, then the drop-dead gorgeous Asian woman comes and she sits next to me. So we start talking. I ask her, so, you know, hey, you know, what's going on? Are you trying to get a job here? That's what I'm here doing. Are you trying to get a job? And she says, yeah. And I say, what, what job are you trying to get? She says, I'm trying to be the singer. And I'm like, oh, that's great. That's great. And she's speaking perfect English. She says, what about you? And I said, I'm trying to be the DJ. And she's really impressed with that. She was really impressed. Oh, are you a DJ? I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I am. <laughs> I am. She's really impressed with that. Um, I ask her, so, you know what? Do, do you write your own music? She says, no. I ask her what's your favorite what's your favorite music? She says R and B. She asks me what's what's my favorite music? And lately I'm listening to a lot of classical music, so I said that. I said lately I'm listening to a lot of classical music. She's a little bit taken aback. Classical, huh? Mm, uh, mm. She wasn't impressed, she was intrigued. I say to her something like, you know, your English is really good. <clears throat> Why? She tells me she was, she, she used to live in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Well, you know, hey, I used to live in LA too. She's impressed with that. I ask her, what part of LA did you live in? She says, Pasadena, around the Pasadena area. It's very boring. I say, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, Pasadena's pretty far from LA from the industry from the industry of LA Pasadena is pretty far she says what do you mean I mean I, I say well you know you said you're a singer you know so you know if you're living in Pasadena pursuing a singing career in LA you're pretty far from LA she says yeah well I lived in Pasadena when I was five so I wasn't pursuing my singing career and I'm like, oh, all right, cool. Oh, okay, cool. So I say to her, you know, are you a model also? She says, no. I say, why? You know, th th this is one of those moments where <clears throat> this sounds like a line. Are you a model? It's, 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 it, you know, it's almost like milk and cereal. It goes together, you know. You're you're trying to pick up a woman. Are you a model? It, you know, completely unimaginative. But I was being serious because this woman was was just incredible looking. <laughs> so I said, you know, are you a model? Also, she says no, and she's kind of like surprised that I asked her if she's a model. She acts a little bit surprised. 
I'm like, what are you, why are you surprised? She's like, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I, you know, I don't know, I don't know. And I said, yeah, well, you know, I don't know, maybe you should, maybe you should try modeling. And she says, well, are you a model? <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, yeah, I got a modeling agent. And she says, whoa, you're a DJ and a model? <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I guess, <laughs> I guess I am, yeah. And she's really legit impressed. And I wasn't trying to impress her. That's just the fact. <laughs> I'm a DJ, I guess. You know, I'm not, not, not a DJ currently, but you know, I was at that particular location at that moment in time trying to be a DJ and I do have a modeling agency so it wasn't like I was lying I wasn't trying to impress her and I said hey you know I you know the name of my agent is such and such you know I could maybe hook you up with my agent and she says oh yeah I've heard of that agent yeah they they deal mostly with foreign models and I'm like yeah and she says well look at me you know I look completely Japanese And I said, yeah, I, 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 I guess you do, but, and once again, you know, I, wait, wait, you know, I, 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 oh God, I wanted to say, but you're spectacularly beautiful. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 you know, you're, 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 you look very Japanese. We're in Tokyo, this, you know, there's a lot of women around here who look very Japanese but you're spectacularly beautiful on top of the fact that you're you know you're here to become a singer so you know I gotta assume you can sing pretty well and your English is flawless so you've got a couple things in your favor but I didn't say any of that uh, uh, she asked me where I'm from I say New York. She's really impressed with that. Oh, you're from New York. You're a DJ and a model and you're from New York. And yeah, 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 yeah. All that, all that stuff. Yeah. Yippers. Uh, she asked me where I live. I said, I live in your coast guy. I asked her where she lives. She says some, some, some part of Tokyo. Then she asks me, so are you, are you planning to move to Tokyo? And, you know, I said, I, I don't, I don't know, maybe, you know, I don't know. I guess if, if I got a reason to move to Tokyo, like if I, if I, I don't know, I don't know. Um, this entire conversation, she was holding eye contact <clears throat> for a split second too long you know what I mean you know what I mean she was giving me a little bit too much eye contact which made me a little nervous we watched the show <laughs> 10 or 15 minutes before the show ended, some other woman comes over and starts talking to this girl in her ear. And then this girl stands up. And as she's standing up, I can tell, well, I guess she's got to go. So as she's standing up, I ask her, hey, what's your name? She tells me her name. She asks me my name. I tell her my name. And then she gives me a good three to seven seconds worth of unbroken eye contact where it was obvious she was waiting for something else she was waiting for something else I don't know I don't know what, what it was I don't know what it was I don't know what it was I don't know what it was. 
what was she waiting for? Was she waiting for me to say, um, I don't know, what's your phone number? What's your Instagram? You know, do people say, what's your TikTok? I don't even know. Do people use TikTok as a, you know, a connection? Hey, what's your TikTok? I know that there was a time when people were, were, were using Instagram and that, that moment, that moment completely just kind of swam underneath me. I, 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 I've never, ever asked anyone for their Instagram. I don't really even know how to do that. You know, do people still say, I don't know, what's your IG? Is that what people say? Um, are you on the gram? <clears throat> I really have no idea. I've never said it. The girl was looking at me last night as though there was something else I was supposed to say. She was significantly younger than me. She was significantly younger than me. Significantly. I, you know, I'd say, you know, at least 25 years younger than me. At least. Absolutely 25 years, if not 30. <laughs> Maybe more. I have no idea, you know, what tool of social media, you know, 20-somethings are using. Are they still using Instagram? Are they using TikTok? I know they're not on Facebook. I, you know, I don't think anybody's, you know, just asking, flat out asking for phone numbers anymore. I mean, that's, come on. Why ask someone for their phone number? Why, what, why would you want to speak to someone that you find interesting? Why would you want to do that? <clears throat> Much better to obfuscate or, 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 uh, you know, much better to throw up as many barriers as you can by, <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, she left. I didn't say anything. I, I didn't know what to say. You know, I, I asked her what her name was. I said, hey, it was nice to meet you. She stood there for the extra three to seven seconds looking at me. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. I didn't know what to say. Eventually she left. I stayed for about another 15 to 20 minutes, watched the end of the show. Fortunately, I didn't spill the glass of water again. Left, took the train home, got home by midnight. That was my night in Rampungi. It's really pretty interesting. It's really pretty lively. You gotta be honest, Rampungi is really, really, really pretty lively. Pretty, um... A lot of things happening, you know, a lot of lights, a lot of people on the streets. It's funny, like... The energy of Tokyo is very different than than the energy of New York. And I've said it forever. Japanese people love being outside as you know as shy and you know sort of um unwilling to engage as shy and unwilling to engage as Japanese people are they 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 swarm they swarm. You go to any any given Japanese like a shopping center, mall, uh, supermarket. They're they're there in droves, man. There is absolutely no 
you know, no lack of consumerism in Japan. Japanese people spend their money, man. They're buying stuff. They, 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 you know, in America, even in a city like New York, it isn't even close. Cafes, cafes, and restaurants, and shopping centers, and stores, and malls, and department stores. Americans, you know, they're a lot more reluctant to spend their money than Japanese. Americans are window shopping everywhere. Americans are window shopping everywhere. Japanese are buying stuff, man. Uh, they can't wait to buy stuff. Another thing that I really dig about it is they still love cash money. I love cash money. I just, within the last two or three years, started using my credit card. Not a fan of credit. 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 Japanese neither. They do have, you know, they do have various methods of payment. Of course, you can you can use your credit card. You can use, you know, electronic payment stuff. But Japanese still very, very much use cash. Very, very much use cash. Gonna hit the sack, folks. Don't snore if you can help it, folks. Don't snore. Don't snore. It's another episode of Nothing Specific. I'm Trevor David Houchin. Peace and blessings.